Our game. Blessed are the joke makers. Why? <laughs> it's just saying he just wants to watch people like kind of be uncomfortable. Hey, uh, it Nick, works. Nick has been calling me out lately because I asked people. We were with a couple last night that are one year into dating, and I go, "Have either one of you ever experienced love at first sight?" And they both looked, and Nick goes, "Why do you do this to people? <laughs> you just these are people's lives, Jeff. Yeah, and you're just like trying to like." Pull the levers and twist the dials. But and I was so entertained. It, well, yeah, you were. You were, <laughs> as, and that's you what were absolutely loving it. No, he lo- he's a big fan of the social hand grenade. Yes, he loves that's tossing. A, that's those a great <laughs> word. For just it. he just wants to see what happens. Welcome to the bonus episode on Friday. This is the Beatitudes, a podcast for Christian men seeking to grow in humor and holiness with one another as we seek to serve God in all that he desires of us. My name is Paul Kolker, and I am joined by Nick Besner. That's me. And Jeff Scheffelbein. Blessed to be here, Paul. Oh, wow. Thank you. That sounded so So, authentic. So blessed. Yes. Hashtag. Hashtag blessed. If we don't say authentic 10 times, we lose our sponsorship. (laughs) (laughs) Authentic.com. Oh, my and we are joined again by Todd Storch, who uh, we had an amazing conversation with on Monday. So uh, if you missed that, go back and watch it. Do not deprive yourself of that. that Press pause. Yes. Go back to the main episode. It's incredible. We it give was... you full permission to not watch this one. You yeah. watch that one. And then, then come, come back, back. and then watch it. <laughs> We're on the same wavelength, ladies and gentlemen. Well, before we get into it with Todd, because we, we got into it last time and it just went so deep and in, a, in the most beautiful way, we're going to start with our goofiness first. And we're just going to burn that real quick before we find out more profundity here. Burning goofiness. <laughs> That's what we're known for. <laughs> so, what I always say, we got our game. Blessed are the joke makers. Why? <laughs> it's just saying he just wants to watch people like kind of be uncomfortable. Hey, uh, it Nick, works. Nick has been calling me out lately because I asked people, we were with a couple last night that are one year into dating. And I go, have either one of you ever experienced love at first sight? And they both looked and Nick goes, why do you do this to people? <laughs> you just, These are people's lives, Jeff. Yeah. And you're just like trying to like pull the levers and twist the dials. But and I was so entertained. It, well, yeah, you were. You were, as, and that's you what were absolutely loving it. No, he lo- he's a big fan of the social hand grenade. Yes. He loves that's tossing a, those. That's things. a great word for just, it. He just wants to see what happens. But guys, I run in after I throw it, well, so sure. I'm part of yeah. it. And as you're I, running in, you're carrying one of these microphones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? <laughs> Gotta catch How was this. that? There's blood and guts all over me, and I love it. <laughs> Humor shrapnel everywhere. It, right. There's emotional blood and guts. Goodness. Yeah. Mo- yeah. Most embarrassment. Figurative. Figurative. Figuratively. <laughs> we went old English there. Figuratively. You figure it out. Yes. He's getting his, his characters ready. Well, in blessed all the joke, Magos. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't use that yet. All right. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I don't know. As we'll Morgan, see. We'll as Morgan Freeman. Uh, I was 35 years old when I, I first met Andy Dufresne. You could Amazing. totally do like a Ponzi scheme and read whatever card you want. I never Ooh. look at your cards. Like, yeah, you <laughs> a could, points Ponzi scheme. <laughs> wow. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> okay. All right, Todd, how many points is this one worth? It's a lot of pressure. It's 92 points. Ooh, 92. Big one. You think you're playing or you think you're judging? We want to I'm give judging. You okay. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> I do not hesitate. <laughs> wow. We all know our place in this world. Hey, yep. And Good. now I'm super nervous with how authoritative that was. All right. <laughs> so the character card is 
thrill seeker, in parentheses, adrenaline junkie. And we have to, as that character, answer the following question or the following prompt. Here we go. It is Doubting Thomas wished he was known for blank. Check this out, man. <laughs> I just got done talking to Doubting Thomas. And he wishes instead of trying to put his fingers in Christ, we only put his whole head in there. <laughs> People call me Doubting Thomas, but I wish I proclaimed it from the rooftops as Shouting Thomas. <laughs> I like the pause afterwards. Thanks. Just yeah. Just own it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, give me one second here. <clears throat> Are you feeling this? Can I get a read of the card again one more time? <laughs> Could you use it in a sentence? Yes. <laughs> As a thrill seeker, parentheses adrenaline junkie, Doubting Thomas wished he was known for blank. The last time you passed, you got four. I'm not doing I'm not passing. <laughs> Stop. Get out of my head. As a thrill seeker, Doubting Thomas wished that he was known for jumping out of an airplane. <laughs> Listen, I appreciate that yes. you had to like go through a process and you put it out there. You did. There is a lesson <clears throat> for everybody in there. Todd, don't give him too much credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> the lesson was everyone's points. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone received emotional points there. But Todd, who won the real points? This is really, really simple. You push through. You get 92. Oh, go. my goodness. Oh. All right. Oh, my goodness. Wait, 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 wait. Do you even feel guilty you, about this? No. Yeah, yeah, I don't I see any guilt at all on your face. A little bit of divine mercy, maybe. Is that what was going on there? <laughs> I'm going to win season one. I'm getting the prize. Oh, Paul, on a, on a road trip, I'm we were like, at some point we should have season, season one, one come to an end so we can reset the clock. We don't oh, know when that is. Oh, yeah. We'll come, after, we'll come up with it. After okay. episode 50. Yeah. Every 50, e 50 episodes. 50. 50. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Man, I don't even know when I'm being the T in T-ball, but I'm always setting it up right here, and he's just knocking it. You bet. Can't hit it if it's a normal pitch, though. Thanks for seeing it up. <laughs> Good, because I would probably hit the batter. <laughs> okay, so uh, we, we phoned your son. We called him Todd. Actually, I don't even think we've mentioned that Todd's on the show yet. <laughs> no, I, I oh, said you did, you yeah. did a great job. That, sorry, I was just hoping to stop mic. listening. Who are you again? Exactly. <laughs> hey, you can see that we had a guest one time where we had to write up, Jeff is old, Paul has hair, and Nick laughs, so that our guests wouldn't get our names wrong. <laughs> a lot of stuff skyrocketing at the same time. That's, That's right. It. Stuff is skyrocketing. Yeah. This board over here that nobody can see is actually for Beatitudes level 2.1, which you just reached. Congratulations. <laughs> level up. <laughs> okay. So uh, called your son. Uh, he's a good dude. I like him. He's a Beatitude. Yes, he is. He's a wonderful, wonderful dude. And I just said, um, you know, who do you consider? Ryan, who do you consider that your father considers to be a hero of his? And you know who he mm -hmm. named? Harlan Storch. And so I wanted to just put you on the spot. Complete surprise. Tell us who Harland is and why he's a hero to you. Man. 
I got you again. Oh no, here we go again. We're gonna go on this roller coaster of deep emotion. Oh, but I'm man. ready. We already did the laughter. What did we do? We burned our We burned our game. <laughs> burned the fun. Burn the burn the goofiness. Burn that's, the goofiness. That's what it we was. had a goof burn, we and now did. we're to Harlan Storch. We're gonna push through. Okay. Harlan Storch is my hero. He's my dad's father. So he's granddad. We call him granddad. Yeah. Um man, this guy, similar to what Earlier when we were talking about father-in-laws, there's a lot of stuff that you said. He's granddad. This man could build anything. And in fact, what he did build is he loved getting boxes of just stuff. Specifically, the stuff was about cars. And he built a 1939 Cord he built a 1976 Toyota, some such and another. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite car. <laughs> I think it's coming back. Okay. And, and you know what this guy did? I always told them as a kid, and I don't really know why, but I love Ford Mustangs, and I loved the old Mustangs. On my 16th birthday, he drove to San Antonio, where I lived, and he gave me a completely restored 1966 Ford Mustang. Wow. I got to help him build it along the way, which was a great summer. And I'm sure my dad just dropped me off and said, see you later. But this guy could do anything. His heart was huge. I learned about using your hands and, you know, sticking with it and pushing through. Because, I mean, literally, he would rebuild these cars from the bottom down. And that's just one simple story about him. But he just epitomized acceptance and just gratitude and he had this belly laugh and he was just love to me yeah he passed away but he's just he just epitomized you know a little bit of the type of you know granddad grandfather you know that i really want to be able to become you know to my grandkids yeah he's awesome that was a cool thing he did well, and it's interesting because, uh, you know, in the last show we asked about each other's father-in-laws, so I just qu quickly did a gut check with Ryan. I said, we cool to ask this question? And he said, yeah, but he said, you want to kind of get him right in the feels? Ask about Harlan. When did, uh, when did, you, when did Granddad pass? So I'll tell you another story about uh, I'll tell you another story about him. But long story short, he got cancer, and I was in college, and they loved to travel. So Granddad, and we called her Gigi, my grandmother, they loved to travel, and they were really cool. So he would build these cars, and they'd go to these car antique car shows. And my grandmother, she would, you know, make all these antique dresses from 1939. And this was their Airstream, you know, yeah. ad adventures that they were doing. And um, he he wanted to go. Now you got to go back to this is late 80s. I graduated college in 91, so this is late 80s. And he wanted to go and take um, take his wife to Russia when it became open again to go. I mean, you got to remember about, you know, the Berlin Wall falling yeah. and all that type of stuff. And he's like, we got to go. I want to see this before I pass away. And um, he figured out a way to do that. Um, he figured out a way to do that. And, um, you know, he, he passed away. But uh, I just like, man, this guy pushed through. He figured it out. He fought cancer and made this trip because it was important to him and his wife. Mm. Um and that was, of course, a tr tremendously sad, but um, he just left a wealth of just uh, amazing stories and feels. Yeah. And yeah. isn't it cool when we talk about <clears throat> on the first episode for people that missed it that, you know, 
your daughter Taylor passes away after a ski accident, and she outlives herself in many ways. One of them is organ donation. Other parts are the inspiration for the Taylor's Gift Foundation and all the resources. And then you think of Harland, and here's a man who passes away, and he lives on through the way you are just as a human, but now as a new grandfather, you know, less than a year old with your first grandchild, you are the living legacy of Harland. And I have no doubt that he's smiling down on the way that you're, that you are being and showing up as a grandfather. Well, I appreciate that. Claire, uh, my granddaughter, Ryan's first child. The blondest kid in America. Man, yeah. <laughs> I mean, really? it looks like a blonde bomb got dropped on her head. Yeah, with a big happy smile attached yeah. to it. Yes, she's amazing. And, and a blue ribbon ribbon for first prize, blondest yes. competition. Yeah, she's amazing, and they're amazing parents. I mean, Ryan and Jordan are unbelievable parents of a five-month-old. I'm so proud of them. So. You know, to brag on your son for a second, the first time I ever met him, I was, like, jaw open because he was describing that part of his discernment was to go and uh, live with and work alongside the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal in New York City, like doing homeless ministry. But, like, when people hear this, if you don't know anything about the CFRs, the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, you don't understand. It's not like they go and pass something out at a soup kitchen. They go into the gutters and in the abandoned subways, and they don't just speak to people or hand them something. They encounter them. They hug them. They pray with them. It is a deep, serious mission to be the, the light of Christ to others by just being there. Your did son you, went and did that. Did you know when he did this? No. The summer of 2020. Oh, wow. Whoa. Yeah. There was a lot of discussion. If anybody doesn't know what happened in 2020, <laughs> look it up. You, you're probably three years old. Maybe two. Oh, the conversations around how do we say no, but how do we let him go? Yeah. Yes. I mean, we're talking COVID. We're talking New York City. Just flash back a little bit. Yeah. And he was adamant. He's like, this is what I am supposed to do. Mm. Wow. And we just prayed through it. When he got married to Jordan, one of the CFRs was the celebrant for the wedding that, that yep. married them. But I think there must have been six or seven other priests because why not? Jordan and Ryan have like blessed so many people, including the religious community, with their devotion to prayer, their apostolates, their missionary focus. And that this guy goes and says, I'm just going to go be with the CFRs in one of the craziest moments in history <laughs> because that's what I'm called to do. He was discerning if he should be a priest. Yeah. Well, that's beautiful. And he's like, I need to go figure this out. Beautiful. And thank God for Jordan. Yeah, she's wonderful. She's actually, I, I think Jordan, your daughter-in-law, is somehow the connector of my life because there's all these wonderful people in my life, including um, a woman who lived with us uh, for the last year and a half who left the Sisters of Life when she was called out. In her novitiate years, she felt in her discernment that Jesus was calling her to family life. I only know her because of Jordan. And now... She is like my adopted adult foster child. Like, <laughs> I can't even explain this. I, I love this 30-year-old woman as my child that's grown up. And I've only known her for two years, thanks to Jordan. So, um, my man, uh, any tips for some other men on how they can become more like you? <laughs> that's a great question. Yeah. yeah that's... Where, where should we blazer shop? That's, that's from, one of my from questions. Hairstylist Pantone to... 319. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, honestly, I mean, listen, um, life continues. We're all on a journey. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. Some of it is just amazing. Some of it is horrible. Some of it is. And I just got to tell you what, I mean, I am so blessed. I'll tell you one, I'll tell you one last story, but, um, you know, that God has blessed me. And I remember sitting next to Taylor after we had made the decision to donate her organs. And thank goodness my brother-in-law, Tara's oldest brother, Tara's my wife, and his, her oldest brother, got he was there with us, thank goodness. And um, I looked at Bill, and I said, Bill, I'm holding you accountable. And he looked at me, and we're sitting in chairs, and you know, just full of snot and tears and everything else. And he goes, okay, for what? I go, Bill, I'm going to come back from this, meaning Colorado and the loss of Taylor, and I'm either going to destroy the world or I'm going to try to save it. And I go, I need your help pointing me in the right direction. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, I mean, God put that in me to ask for that because I wasn't thinking about that. Heck, I don't even know what I was thinking about. But verbalizing that yeah. and having an accountability partner – um, and he became someone that I could reach out to. And I honestly believe that just God putting that in me to even have the words to say probably saved my life. Um, you know, because it was a horrible situation as you can imagine. And again, any tragedy is horrible, but I just think that every single one of us has opportunities every day of which way are we going to go? And um, there's nothing special about me. Um, you know, I've got great kids, pray a lot, have an amazing wife, and just wake up and try to do something good every day. Um, and we all do that. I mean, you guys are doing it right now with the show, um, which, you know, we're very blessed, and we appreciate you guys you know, putting that out. So I appreciate it. I think this idea that we should pray for accountability, that that's a gift. Accountability is a gift. And then mm. uh, we think about the show that – Accountability with other men is a real yeah. powerful gift, and you can do that generationally. You talk about your granddad. Uh, you can do it to Ryan, who I've seen <clears throat> as a young man become a leader. And, and I know I've mentored Ryan at times, but Ryan mentors me, and it is beautiful to see somebody that the world might call naive, and I ask myself, how can I be more like your son? So let's all pray for accountability. And uh, if you made it through both of these episodes, give yourself a point one. You can be a one point one level B. <laughs> 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 and I don't expect Christopher to track who made it through all of this, <laughs> but uh, it's an important step forward in your beatitude journey. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, can I uh, can I bring something back to you? Like, uh, yeah, I wanted to surprise you tonight, so I'm not going to surprise you because you know I have no surprises in me. I'm very predictable. Um, but I do want to have uh, some swag made. I want to have like a blue, a, a Beatitudes blue colored bowl made that's called the Beata Bowl. And we're going to put gummies in there called Beata Bears. Yes. And that's, we're going to munch on them during future shows <laughs> just so we can keep the energy level up. Perfect. Bears. Yes. This word you can use for anything Beata Storage. You know what I'm talking about? Like it can play in anywhere. This Beata Beautiful. Ah, yes. yes. I agree. That's like a double down on beautiful. Beata beautiful. Yeah. Like how much? Beata beautiful. That's how, <laughs> baby, you are beata beautiful. My wife would feel really honored if that's how I called her. I Let it, tell us how she reacts. <laughs> <laughs> I will report back. Hey, okay. Uh, I'm not recording that one because we'll just see how it goes and I'll make up the, out, the outcome to make it sound good. 
Sure. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. I sure, mean, sure. yes. We actually yes. have a recording from your wife right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> reverse, reverse. <laughs> Jeff, we've called everyone in your life. Todd has called your wife and your daughter. <laughs> That's like everybody are- look under your seats. You've all got recordings. <laughs> You know, I feel like people are going to be like, yeah, I'll be on your show, but um, do not call anybody in my family. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, LinkedIn works wonders, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. So uh, speaking of staying connected, um, please follow up with the work that Todd and, Taylor, Todd and Tara Storch have done in honor of their daughter, Taylor, and really in honor of the idea of outliving yourself. Um, Taylor's Gift, and you can go to taylorsgift.org. And also, I would encourage you, and we'll grab the show links and put them in there too, but the old uh, clips of when you went to visit the woman who received Taylor's heart and organ donation, uh, the clips of the Ellen DeGeneres show, there's some really good resources. Even on the, the Taylor's Gift website has links to a lot of this stuff. So just go there um, and donate money to Taylor's Gift. That's another point one on being a Beatitude level. So donate money to Taylor's Gift, become an organ donor, and um, pray for accountability. Todd, your blessing. Appreciate that. All right. God bless you. We'll see you all in the Eucharist. Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to join us at our undersized table, subscribe to the video version of the show on YouTube by typing at, that's the symbol at, so shift and two on your keyboard, at the underscore Beatitudes on YouTube. We'll see you there. This podcast is part of the Spoke Street Network. For more great podcasts, visit Spokestreet.com.